Welcome to week two of Bible Studies for Life. This unit we are in, When Emotions Rise. The second week of this study is shaking off fear. Jeff, I have feared for my life a handful of times. Mainly it's because of a lack of control, right? And so the passage this week that we're in is Psalm 91. Tell us what we need to know. Yeah, so we're looking at verses 1 through 6 and then verses 9 through 16. And I just want the uh, the leaders, I want to point out that verse 9 going into verse 10, it says, Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. I think sometimes we want to uh, expect that the Lord will continually protect us just because we're his children. And in a certain sense, in an eternal sense, he will. But I think sometimes we look for God's protection and God's blessing in our life without our continually dwelling in him as our refuge. Mm. We look for God's blessings without the thought of those are immediately connected with our obedience, our trust in him as lived out um, day by day in pursuit of Jesus. So um, that idea is just very clearly pictured in that verse. Yep. So the point then is that the that God will take care of us no matter what we face. Right. Yeah. So one thing that um, the psalmist does in Psalm 91 is he lists several names of God. So for instance, in verse 1, the one who lives under the protect, protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty, and Most High and Almighty are capitalized. Those are names of God there. So Most High, El Elyon, um, it captures the absolute supremacy, sovereignty of God. So the psalmist recognizes that God is in control, and he can choose to protect him should he desire to do that. The Almighty, it's a similar idea. It's actually El Shaddai, the Lord's covenant name, Yahweh, shows up a little bit later on in this passage. Um, it's interesting that the first two appeal to God's power, but uh, God's covenant name that he revealed to Moses, it appeals to relationship. That's so good. it's not only this God that has the power, but one who chooses to live in relationship with people that love him and pursue him so that those ideas are all tied in with what I talked about from verse 9. In verse 10, uh, the psalmist says, no harm will come to you, and then he continues, no plague will come near your tent. Obviously, that brings up images of the exodus in the minds of God's people. Like They revisit the exodus year after year through the Passover. They highly esteem Moses. They know exactly what God did for his people in delivering them from Egypt. And what he says is, you guys have seen and you continually remember the plagues that I sent upon those people who oppose me, and you see the way that my protection covers those who choose to follow me. Um, beginning in verse 14, the perspective changes, and it's now God speaking. And he says, because he has, that's the one who trusts God, who dwells in him as their protection, because he has his heart set on me, I will deliver him, I will protect him, because he knows my name. The protection that we're talking about mm -hmm. through this whole mm -hmm. session, really it comes down to our loving God with everything that we are. And when we do that, then we can trust that God will keep us safe. Sure. So then what are some good practical tips for our leaders today? Yeah. So one of the questions that I would point us to is how can we set our hearts on God when we're afraid? Our students that we pour into week after week, there are things in their lives that cause them legitimate fear. Uh, the numbers really demographically, broadly speaking, in America today in terms of anxiety and fear, like it's astounding. And students yeah. are n not protected necessarily from those 
numbers from that trend, right. anxiety. Students deal with anxiety and fear because of pressure at school in terms of performance tests, mm-hmm. with social pressures. Home life uh, is sometimes really insecure for a lot of our students. They have a lot of things that cause them worry and fear. So I think the ways that we choose to love God and trust God um, are the best answer. It's not um, anti-anxiety meds. It's not learning to to breathe or getting out and exercising more. And any of those things may or may not be healthy on certain levels. But the answer to our anxieties and fears is learning to trust God because as his children, he loves us. And when we set our hearts on him, pursue Jesus day in and day out, he will deliver us from the fears that we have. Trusting God can help us overcome that fear, for sure. Uh, For God did not give us the spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. 2 Timothy 1.7. Jeff, thank you. Leaders, we will be praying for you this week. We will see you next time.